Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for the GNFCC 400 Insider. Connect, build, and grow with the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Hello, and welcome to the GNFCC 400 Insider, the monthly radio show and podcast presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. I'm Tori Curlin, Marketing Manager at the Chamber. GNFCC is uniquely positioned in the tech hub of the Southeast. North Fulton itself is home to more than 900 tech companies. Today, we're discussing technology in North Fulton with our Tech 400 Alliance leaders, Ben Cagle, 2022 Chair and Managing Partner with Cagle Consulting Partners, and Darwin Newton, Head of Operations, Smart Infrastructure Electrical Services at Siemens. Tech 400 Alliance was created by the Chamber for Technology Industry Executives with a Desired Focus on Emerging Technologies and Innovation. This exclusive roundtable group provides a platform for networking, idea exchange, and thought leadership. The, pro- the program includes talent to technology site visits to leading technology companies located along the Georgia 400 corridor of North Fulton in an effort to show the direct correlation between training local talent and employing them. Ben and Darwin have both dedicated their time this year to the new Tech 400 Alliance group. Gentlemen, tell me a little bit about yourself and your backgrounds and what led you to your positions. And Darwin, I'll start with you. Thank you, Tori. I serve as the head of operations for electrical service business segment at Siemens Infrastructure. In that capacity, I lead a team of professional engineers, technicians, specialists, uh, project managers in the construction, installation, configuration of large power systems, as you would see in much of the commercial space, Uh, ideally um, data centers, uh, airports, a lot of infrastructure projects, commercial buildings are our customers. Siemens itself is a global technology company that's focused on providing these options to customers. Uh, Before that, I actually uh, served in the capacity with our industrial group, where I was fortunate enough to actually underbark with the Leadership North Fulton program, which is how I was introduced to Ben. And I didn't ben, know that. That's awesome. Ben recruited me connection. for the uh, Tech 400 <laughs> Alliance because he knew of my passion for STEM education, uh, for emerging technologies, and for the North Fulton community. That's awesome. I'm, I love to hear that, that Leadership North Fulton connection. Um, ben, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are. Yeah, sure. Um, again, Ben Cagle with uh, Cagle Consulting Partners. I actually started my company about five years ago. So I did uh, kind of three chapters to my career. I did the corporate route, so worked with large uh, enterprises. Then I went into large consulting and had clients on four continents, traveled quite a bit. And the third chapter of my career, I've actually run different uh, VC and private equity and uh, you know, NASDAQ-traded companies. So when I started Kegel Consulting Partners, it really was um, to solve three problems. It's around how do, you, how do technology companies increase revenue? How do they solve business problems with technology? And then how, how do they scale, you know, grow their, their business? So um, we really work with uh, kind of three layers of uh, accounts right now. One would be uh, we're very active in the startup community. So think artificial intelligence, cyber security for connected vehicles, uh, like Darwin, Internet of Things, right? All the connectivity of devices. So that's kind of the, the bottom layer, if you will, of startups. We also have clients that are the mid-level that um, basically revenues, maybe $5 million to $150 million that do software development. 
that have IT resources globally. So, I mean, we have clients from Belarus, uh, India, all the way to Argentina from a software development standpoint. So that's kind of that mid layer. And then the top layer, we actually do either sales training or solution development with companies like IBM, Cisco, SaaS, and Lenovo. So that's kind of the three three layers, if you will, of our, our client base, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm, I'm glad to hear a little bit more of what you do and how you do it, because you do so many things. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, if I ate my own dog food, I'd say focus yes, and finish. But yes, yes. we haven't done and that. And you, you dedicate every, yourself to everything really well. So we always appreciate that at the chamber. Um, and Ben, you mentioned the layers of tech companies in North Fulton. Could you help us understand the composition of the tech community in North Fulton? And what roles do they play in our North Fulton community? Yeah, and I'll, I'll use the same kind of three-layer uh, analogy, right? So, I mean, we have, if you think about... OTP outside the perimeter, uh, north of Atlanta. Um, if you come up Georgia 400, there are many global 100 companies that are headquartered there. So, uh, for instance, in fintech, uh, if you think about uh, some of the fintech companies of uh, Equifax, Lessis, Nexus, uh, even ADP, they have major operations coming up here. Georgia 400, from a f- financial tech or fintech standpoint, is known as the uh, transaction alley. I think if you think about North Fulton, about 80 to 90% of all Visa and MasterCard transactions are actually managed by companies that are either headquartered or have operations along Georgia 400. So FinTech uh, Global 1000 is, a, is big. The other thing that people may not realize is that there's a huge automotive element to the Global 1000 here as well. You've got obviously Daimler, who is headquartered yeah. there you know, in Sandy Springs. We have a General Motors Innovation Center in Roswell. And you've got a lease plan who does you know leasing worldwide. Their headquarters is here in, in Alfred as well. So again, a lot of global headquarters. HP Enterprise has major operations. Verizon, uh, Microsoft, and SAP have operations at, at, at Avalon. It could be an engineering or a sales company. So you really have that top layer, if you will, of global clients that really are active and really leading technology initiatives here. In that mid level, I mentioned some of the software development companies that again have resources globally uh, and software companies as well, data analytics companies, AI. And again, at the the technology uh, or the startup level, um, Tech Alpharetta with Karen Cashin, the, you know, obviously the chamber is a big supporter of her as, as well as the city of Alpharetta. That whole startup ecosystem goes reaches all the way to Georgia Tech and really across the region and nationally around that. So that's kind of the composition, if that makes sense, around uh, you know how the tech companies are kind of in those three layers. It does. And I, and I think it helps our listeners really understand the depth of technology in this community. Cause I came from South Georgia um, and ended up here in Alpharetta. And I never would have known, even being in Georgia my whole life, that there were so many layers and so many technology companies that are globally known, not just Georgia known. Yeah. I, I grew up in the area and went to Georgia tech and, uh, but most of my career was at, spent outside of, of Atlanta. So I said, let's come home about five years ago, start my own company yeah. and just get into this ecosystem. It's been fun. And the, of course the chamber has been a huge part of that as well. Yeah, we, we definitely enjoy it. And I've learned a lot in the process. Um, Darwin, Ben mentioned IOT, the Internet of Things, artificial intelligence, and blockchain. Tell us a little bit about your organization's technology focus and the solutions that you oversee. So, first of all, I was waiting on Ben to include me in his Google <laughs> 1000 as one of the top players. I know, I did not hear Siemens. <laughs> he, he, well, he, I knew that you would self-promote, so no problem. <laughs> My apologies for that oversight. But uh, Siemens is a Global 1000 company. Uh, <laughs> 
a technology company focused on industry, infrastructure, mobility, and healthcare, creating technologies for more resource-efficient factories and resilient supply chains to smarter buildings and grids, to cleaner and more comfortable transportation, and advanced healthcare. The company empowers customers to transform the industries that form the backbone of economics, driving the everyday for billions of people. In, wow. <laughs> in that space, we tend to focus on so much different technologies and so much different industries. We've got a health and airs company, Siemens Health and Airs, that mm. focuses on a lot of the medical technologies and devices. Uh, we have a mobility group, of which I'm sure you all are familiar with the, you know, the trains and the mm-hmm. buses and the cars. Um, Marta being one of our large customers, we've got a energy group that primarily focuses on the utility market, ideally power generation, including Siemens Gamisa, which is the large wind turbine segment of that, that division. And then I myself am part of Siemens smart infrastructure, which is really committed to a lot of the technology that Ben referenced in terms of IoT connectivity, smart devices, smart buildings, and ultimately smart cities. So in my capacity, I'm fortunate to say that my team empowers a lot of that literally. So we design, construct, install, and maintain the power systems that support a lot of our customers in that infrastructure space. Gotcha. So it's kind of the connecting piece between all of the different segments of Siemens. Is that kind of... In, in many ways. I mean, uh, none of the technology works without electricity. So our right. <laughs> our, you know, our energy sector really, I think, is, is a fundamental piece of what brought the company together and what a lot of our technologies are based on. However, right now, with the digitalization of all the different industries, you see a lot of interconnectivity. A building owner wants to know not only how much is he spending in his gas bill, but where is his electrical consumption going? How can he reduce his carbon footprint? And at the same time, maintain a comfort level for his customers and his employees and a secure life safety aspect. We deliver solutions in all of those spaces. Hmm. That, that's, that makes a lot of sense. It helps to hear it in more of like a real world um, example like that. Um, Darwin, could you also give us an overview, an example of a real world real world project um, for the Bailey campus. I know you spoke a little bit about that as our, at our last um, Tech 400 Alliance meeting, and I was curious to hear more. Uh, the Bailey project. So when you say real world, this is yeah. up and coming, and this is almost futuristic. Future world. But um, <laughs> to quote Paul Van Slyke of Van Slyke Architecture, the Bailey provides technological advances that further Alpharetta's standing as a technology city of the South. Hmm. And ideally, the concept of the Bailey, it's been touted as one of a first-of-its-kind tech-centric luxury multiplex, ideally uh, spearheaded by Alex Properties. The $200 million development should be a cornucopia of innovation, tech, and luxury. And Siemens has partnered with Alex to provide that and make it a reality. We offer a wide, smart building portfolio of IoT, life safety, energy, and e-mobility that I think will greatly enhance that customer and visitor experience. So wow. it's almost a city of the future that's happening right now. That's incredible. And the fact that we're talking about right here is, it's amazing that that's going to have global outreach. Exactly. Um, ben, obviously as an ever evolving technology community needs a dynamic workforce. Tell us a little bit about how North Fulton's education and other academic resources are playing a role in how technology companies hire quality talent. Because, you know, that's a huge piece of the chamber is our economic development and and how all that kind of plays into one another. 
Yeah, I think it's a great story. Uh, as I mentioned, I grew up in Alpharetta, so it was like Mayberry, right? I rode my bicycle up to uh, the to the Milton High School in, in the the old downtown area. So it's been interesting to see the change. But as the communities evolved, as the corporate uh, headquarters have been attracted here, the high schools, I think every high school in North Fulton is ranked the best in Georgia, if not have, have a national ranking overall. Mm-hmm. So that's the base core that the high schools here are just excellent. And that, again, helps draw growth to the region. But really, if you think about it from a, a student kind of journey standpoint, right, we really have an interesting, all the interesting parts have come together in North Fulton. One would be the STEM Magnet School, the Innovation Academy in downtown Alpharetta, which again is world-class. They have their schools of thought around engineering, around technology, mm-hmm. around healthcare. And it's amazing that, uh, you know, some of these kids in ninth, 10th grade are already taking college level courses in their school of thought. So again, I think the Innovation Academy, which just started with the uh, ninth and 10th graders, I believe, what, this year? Did it was co- this year. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's amazing already the national attention that's getting and the fact that you have all the corporate sponsorships like Siemens and some of the others already getting involved with the community, already recruiting. It's almost like recruiting baseball players in the minor leagues. I mean, there yep. are employers are really starting to form relationships with those students as they get into their uh, high school and their, their college academic career. So that's one track is getting into, you know, kind of the innovation Academy to the university or the college level. And Georgia state university is here as well for the, a four year degree. Um, and looking at partnering with ways to add more skills, to be very uh, outcome centric in their education and their curriculum basically giving, you know, executive leaders like Darwin the, the workforce of what they need. But another key component that we're really proud of is Gwinnett Tech, because not everyone needs to go to a four-year degree. The world's changing so rapidly that you can have that two-year degree that's very relevant to technology. So if you think about it, kind of step back overall, strong elementary and high school base across North Fulton, world-class innovation academies, STEM yes. schools, Georgia State coming at the university level here and Gwinnett Tech filling that gap and that really providing a bridge, either a destination as a two-year education or bridging that into different career opportunities or workforce training, or that two-year turns into a four-year after the student gets work experience. So being part of that in the community, I'm really pumped about. I love to talk about it. And I love Again, getting you know the different stakeholders like Darwin involved with with uh, the education continuum and the world class uh, academics we have here in North Fulton. Yeah, I, I love hearing about it as well. These uh, coming, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that I was in high school, but the only option that I feel like we were given was that four year bachelor's degree or military. And now I'm learning so much more about how valuable it is to go to these tech schools and get these specific. Um, experiences and trainings and working with the employers of this area to where it's a quick and easy transition. And it's really great for both ends of the spectrum, your people coming out of the schools and also our employers. So it's pretty amazing how things have changed even just in the last 10 years. Yeah, it's getting much more targeted, targeted toward a specific career, specific needs of employers, which is great. Yes. You know, get a degree that will get you a job, right? And, yes. and really getting targeted toward the student and really instead of force fitting them through mm-hmm. kind of the funnel of a high school four year to your Gwinnett tech and GSU, they're all really adopting to the individuals. So I think it's a win-win for the student yeah. and obviously for the economic development and the yeah. business leaders in the area. It absolutely is. And everyone's coming out with 
great experience and knowledge of what they actually like to do and not just go figure trying it for the first time after spending thousands of dollars. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, so Darwin, as a global company leader, you've leveraged some of these incredible resources Ben mentioned. Um, tell us a little bit about some of your initiatives and, and their effect on the North Fulton community. Well, I think uh, it's really important to, to reiterate the point that you all just made in that in a technical field, in a STEM field, students have got to have some hands-on applicable knowledge of the technologies yeah. that they're going to be working with. And um, I really commend the team over at Gwinnett Tech for doing exactly that and reached out with several um, contacts over there. So a few things that are currently under development, one that I'm particularly focused on is working with Joe Hutto and Sherbert here at Gwinnett Technical College. GTC has done exemplary work in the fields of trade and STEM education, and it hasn't gone unnoticed. Siemens has partnered with Gwinnett Tech on a program that will train and qualify the EV infrastructure workforce, bringing Georgia North Fulton students into labs with Siemens EV equipment and curriculum to learn how to install, configure these devices to put them into operation. I'm excited to see where the success is because it can really lead to a lot more collaboration between Siemens and Gwinnett Tech in that space over our, all of our technologies that we offer to customers. And I think, uh, you know, the team over there at Gwinnett Tech, we've met with them, we've toured their labs, we've met, you know, seen their classes in play. They have such a passion for really, you know, growing and driving that STEM education in North Fulton that it really, uh, you know, energizes us to get more and more engaged. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, can you also tell me a little bit about the STEM Day sweepstakes? Is that so, something within that program? Absolutely. So www.siemensstemday.com. <laughs> okay. And this is a, is a slightly of a shameless plug. No, please. But siemensstemday.com. <laughs> uh, we are actually at Siemens offering $5,000 scholarships to schools. You can enter every day from now until April 21st. You can go to www.siemensstemday.com. Stemday.com. And Got you it. can enter your school of choice in for one of the possible grants, a $5,000 grant to build STEM education in your, an organization, in your organization. That's amazing. And that your company has decided to give back in this way is incredible. So thank you for telling us a little more about it. We love a shameless plug. (laughs) Um, And Ben, while your career has taken you around the world, you're actually an Alpharetta native. Um, tell us a little bit about the history of technology in North Fult- in Alpharetta and North Fulton and some of the recent investments by the city. I know that there's a lot of different things going on, both government and private. Yeah, I'm sure you know of, of some as well. So I may be uh, calling you to uh, help me out there with the memory. But kind of putting this in perspective again, if you look back to the 80s, uh, Alpharetta was a commuter, you know, small suburb, uh, a lot of farm country, you know, mm-hmm. of farms and uh, very rural still. I believe uh, people from Buckhead used to come out and do their turkey hunting out here. It was that rural at the time. Uh, We deer hunted on Windward Parkway, but that's another story (laughs) for another time. But if you think about it, Mobile Corporation really set the standard and the the blueprint. Back then, they were assembling all the the parcels of land that would become the Windward development. And at that time, you know, the old timers still talk about Ross Perot and Roger Staubach back, you know, flying in on the corporate, you know, helicopters and making all these land deals. 
But what was instrumental is that they laid fiber optics and T1 lines, the high connectivity to this thing called the internet that was about to take off in the 90s. And that foresight really, that created that spine up Georgia 400, Hmm. that connectivity where global headquarters would be attracted here. Some of the first ones, so in, you know, so in the eighties are when the land started to, you know, come together, they put the infrastructure in late eighties and about 96 ADP, Equifax, GE Capital, LexisNexis really started to move into the area. We've got Verizon Wireless has what a huge campus here in in Alpharetta. And if that connectivity wasn't here, that wouldn't be happening. And that really is what fueled the growth, if you will, and and just built built the spine of that ecosystem that's expanded. So that was really that was really the first thing. So the the area developed you know, Internet of Things, you know, the Internet took off, Internet of Things, venture capital coming into the area. So all of this fed the growth that came into it. And what's funny is, not funny, it's really fortunate, is that a lot of the city planners really and the city leadership really had a, a vision for making this the high-tech corridor of the Southeast, mm-hmm. right? Competing with Boston, New York. You know, we'll never be Silicon Valley. It's going to take a few years, but really having that vision of competing. So with that being said, uh, with the, what, over 900 tech companies that are in the yep. area already, there's the, the city is continuing to have smart cities, you know, the live, work, play of the city center in, in Alpharetta, and really across Roswell, Dunwoody's lighting it up as well, uh, all the way up to the Forsyth County line. So you've got all this interconnectivity, a lot of the smart devices, the connectivity, the IoT systems are being purpose-built into these communities. Everything that Darwin's company is doing, that is how it's going to be a, you know, a lifestyle and a standard for communities in the North Fulton area. The other thing is the city has invested in uh, connectivity of their first responder vehicles. Yeah, so if you think about it, yeah, I wanted to know a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it so, it's so <laughs> cool. I mean, and, that's, and, and the local company that does that, they've actually have, uh, I think it's applied information uh, technologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually are in, I think, over 400 cities nationwide, and they're going global as well. But what, at, at the high level, what they do is smartphones, um, uh, uh, traffic signals, and uh, first responder vehicles are all interconnected. So as let's say there's an emergency, the fire alarm goes off, the fire truck comes out, automatically as that fire truck progresses to its destination to put out the fire, those traffic t- signals are, are synced where they just open up as they turn green right in time, right wow. in front of, so right in front of the vehicle. So those kinds of breakthroughs, not just getting the companies to come here in a great lifestyle and a great ecosystem, right, but safety. actually applying the technology and mm-hmm. safety, uh, you know, basically uh, quality of life. Uh, you know, being a citizen here, knowing if you're on your bicycle and here comes a fire truck, knowing that the signals will take that into effect using your smart, your integrated smartphone application. So there's just yeah. so much connectivity. And again, the city is all about that. This, I think it's in the DNA, the, the technology connectivity. And just like Darwin, who's, you know, come in as a, as a, a global enterprise leader is, you know, the connectivity of the relationships and really helping each other out. I mean, we're, you know, the startups are getting FaceTime with with uh, the city in terms of new innovation, um, everything from, you know, vaccinations, we won't get into the politics Mm -hmm. around that, but there's some technology around that that can be leveraged as well. Again, just for public health, public safety. So I think the vision of Alpharetta and North Fulton as the technology hub of the Southeast is really, uh, you know, being exemplified in terms of some of the decisions the city leaders are taking, the infrastructure that's continuing to be built 
and a lot of the other capabilities began. So again, it's a very exciting time to be in North Fulton thinking about, you don't have to travel the world. The world is coming here yep. and the technology of the world is being developed here. And that's, uh, that's the cool part of it as well. Yeah. And, and most importantly that it's a priority and it's stayed a priority throughout this entire time. Yeah, absolutely. I think from the chamber that has to be fun as well. Right. In addition it to, is, and, yeah. and the, you know, the, the, the local Hallmark shop or the, uh, you know, the, the pizza joint, you guys are really being more strategic in terms of getting the entire ecosystem, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with those businesses. We need the local businesses to thrive, but this ecosystem, system is just feeding and expanding and complementing. And it's really cool to see. It really is. You know, everything from our small mom and pop businesses to our extremely large ones like Siemens, they're, they all inter- intertwine and um, they rely on these technologies. And I think it'll be incredible to see how much they continue to influence this community from small to large. Yeah, so. there's, yeah. I mean, there's another company here called gray orange and what they do is all of the warehousing connected robotics they go into warehouses like for Amazon or major yep. retailers. So the whole e-commerce delivery, uh, you know, uh, trend that's gone on due to COVID. Um, again, there's a, there's another tech uh, or Alpharetta North Fulton company right in the middle, driving that change and facilitating it from a technology and a business standpoint. Yes. And another plug to our tech 400 Alliance group. Um, we did just recently uh, visit with gray orange at one of our site visits. And f- for me, being outside of the technology realm, it was just incredible. I never would have had the chance to have these experiences and learn about this crazy technology that we have right here. So and what's fun to see is like, you know, people like Darwin go into these mid-sized companies that are selling globally that are really emerging and then bring your global expertise to bear as well. Right. Yeah, Uh, exactly. I mean, it was really impressive seeing the work that Gray Orange is doing and then also engaging with them and with other mid-sized companies on how they can partner with a larger company like ourselves to make us more competitive in our solutions to a lot of our customers. You know, it's it's really going to be exciting to see where all of that goes because there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, it's partnering. I mean, that's really the the sole focus of this group, I think. And you both could talk a little more to that, but you know, connecting one another and you, there's so many technology companies, but if we could just get everyone to meet one another and figure out what you do and um, work together to make something so much greater because you have so much capability. So it's really interesting. Is there anything else either one of you want to say about the Alliance or how, how you got involved or why you got involved in the tech 400 Alliance this year? I know I'm throwing this at you curveball. (laughs) Well, I'm really a huge proponent for community service and, um, Mm -hmm. I, I completed the Leadership North Fulton 2020 program, as I mentioned, right on the, the beginning of the pandemic mm-hmm. and um, really didn't have a chance to get involved with North Fulton as much as I would like of right away. And so I uh, reached back out to Cali Boatwright, yep. who we all know and love, over at the chamber and says, uh, we're opening things back up now. Uh is there a way or a place that you see where I can contribute some value? Because, you know, I've really been sidelined on the benches with the pandemic. And Callie pointed me over to Ben, and here we go. You know, the rest is history. I mean, he and I fit together together pretty early. Uh, very much similar passions in bringing the global and local technology companies together, as well as, you know, creating that workforce of the yep. future and really, you know, being able to, to leverage all of the talent, all of the expertise and all the resources that we have in this community, you know, to do some special things, like I was mm-hmm. saying. So 
I think it's just the beginning, and it's been really, I think, enriching to a lot of us. And we're just beginning, you know, we're just on the start of this yep. to see where it can go and what we can grow this into. But yeah, it's we're well on the track. It's definitely um, it's new and different. I've been here three years, and um, the first two years were different than they are now. So it's interesting to see how the alliance is forming, and and then people like you are even for the workforce piece able to bring your son and get him involved. We noticed at the last event, which is awesome. Um, so it obviously runs in the family. The um, interest in technology, and it's that's really cool to see family generational pieces in, in this area and how that all goes together. So. Absolutely. STEM education starts at home, you know, yeah. you got to practice what you preach. So in, uh, you know, in the Newton home, we're huge proponents of STEM <laughs> education to make sure everybody's coding, everybody's programming, everybody's wow. focused on their math and sciences. I will take notes for future children on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so we're, we're, it's a rambling wreck house and, you know, everybody's on, on, on the path. I love it. I love it. Well, Ben, did you have anything to add? Well, in addition to community service, uh, just a a personal passion. I love new ideas and I love connecting ideas and people and connecting people with people. So this is, I'm in, I mean, I'm just having a great time doing this. So we're in in the right place at the right time. The other thing is I learned, I love learning about new businesses and new technologies and how they add value, how they create markets. I mean, and that's something I failed to mention is, I mean, we are basically in North Fulton, the esports capital of the world. Yes. Uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, having uh, high res uh, studios as well as Skillshot Media here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing what they're doing from both developing the gaming, the community, the global communities they're commuting or they're, they're uh, uh, basically uh, starting. And then just all the businesses that are being spawned off of that. That is going to be another economic driver. And who would have ever thought that right here in North Fulton, right? So yeah, not me. Absolutely. So anyway, love it. So again, I appreciate the, you know, Callie and of course your support, Mark Goodman's support as well uh, to, to allow us to work within the chamber framework to really bring in those, that three layer cake of the global enterprises, the mid-sized global technology companies and the startups together to really just say, how can we help each other out? And how, how can we help understand the change that is happening across so many dimensions and it's happening so rapidly. So it's been fun. So again, thanks for your support. Yeah, absolutely. That collaboration is key and we could not do it without the two of you and all of our other volunteer um, experts. (laughs) So I appreciate you both being here. Um, Just to close us up, I'd I'd love to know how our listeners can find you um, website, social media, um, whatever's the best contact for, for each of you so they can reach out. I'll start with you. Yeah. So again, Ben Cagle, that's spelled with a C. This is the Southern accent version. So <laughs> uh, it's uh, you can reach me at kagelpartners.com, C-A-G-L-E partners.com, or ben at kagelpartners.com, where that personal, you can email me direct. Awesome. Thank you, Ben. Uh, so this is the Southern Caribbean pronunciation. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> Southern Caribbean, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm at um, darwin.newton at siemens.com awesome. or uh, much more accessibly uh, LinkedIn. I'm LinkedIn, Darwin, Newton, all one word, uh, okay. LinkedIn. So two two options, I think, for everybody to reach out to me. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you both being here. And I want to thank our guests for joining me today. I also want to thank our listeners for joining us on the GNFCC 400 Insider presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber. To listen to this show again or to hear any of our previous episodes, visit gnfcc400insider.com. To find out more about the Greater North Fulton Chamber events and programs, visit gnfcc.com.
Until next time, I'm Tori Curlin, and this has been the GNFCC 400 Insider on Business Radio X. Thank <laughs> you.